This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 614-760-0670 or visit us online at safeharboroh.com. While you're on our website, click on that radio page. You can check out some past shows and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Also, feel free to visit our YouTube page by typing in Safe Harbor Retirement Group to watch videos on different financial topics. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us if you have questions or if you want to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. Remember, all meetings are complimentary with no obligation. Today, what I what I, we're going to talk about are common financial challenges. And, you know, it, it's pretty tough, at, you know, as you're trying to save for retirement, things pop up. Um, and we, so we're going to talk about some of those financial challenges that can, you know, really impede you from starting to be able to save for retirement. But before we dive into that topic, let me introduce to you my co-host this week and every week, and that's Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? Hey, Corey, doing great. Glad to be here, and uh, I'm excited about the show today. Uh, It's uh, fun to be back. It seems like um, there's been a lot going on. Uh, We had 4th of July in there, and uh, it's been busy for a summer, and I can't believe how fast it's flying by, but I've been great just trying to get some things done around the house while we have some decent weather. How about you? Well, you know, things have been good. Uh, it's hard to believe here. We're already in the, you know, almost seems like almost the middle of July, end of July here. And, uh, yeah. um, you know, school's about ready to start. Vacations are going to be ending. And, uh, you know, when, when, when that stuff happens, that means people are also going to start be coming back in the office so they can start focusing on, you know, on their finances. And, uh, you know, it, it's actually still a pretty decent or pretty, you know, busy time of the year for us. But, it, you know, once third quarter, fourth quarter come around here, we're going to be quite busy again. So, you know, we're always looking forward to being able to help people out. And, you know, some of the things that we're going to talk about today, Tony, I think are are, are, are very common with a lot of our listeners out there today. Um, you know, things do pop up. Um, we all want to be able to have the best retirement that we possibly can. There's, there's always going to be constant challenges in order to help you save for retirement. So we're going to kind of talk about some of those items. Um, and, you know, the first one I'm, I'm, I really kind of want to talk about, and there's a, probably a few things we can talk about on this particular topic. And, and that one is, you know, your monthly spending, you know, exceeds your income. I think that's that could be actually quite common. Or, you know, maybe you, you know, you spend, you don't spend within your means, right? Um, whether you're actually going out and, uh, you know, maybe, you, you know, buying, uh, and a car that's probably you overpaid for, you know, one of the things that, that I always have strived to do and 
is, you know, we have, of course, we have we have two vehicles, you know, at our family, and uh, one's always paid off, and one we, you know, normally we have some type of uh, car payment. But we're also, you know, the one of the things that I normally don't do, Tony, is I don't go out and always buy a new car. You know, I want a dependable car, but uh, you know, I try to go out and get a, a, a used car that's only, you know. A couple years old, maybe with you know a few miles on it. I know it's going to last me for a long time, and I think that's that's one of the biggest things that I do see people. You know, I think they they overspend on, and that you know that is your car payment. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really something that people do overspend on, especially now. You have to be very careful, and typically. Uh, you're right. You're wise to buy used because uh, the value decreases on a new car so quickly. It used to be you could get a great deal in used. Now you have to be careful, though. You have to price it out, you know, see how much more a new is versus a used. Sometimes it's not that different, uh, but uh, there are great differences in prices. Uh, it used to be it was pretty universal, but I know my dad was looking for a new vehicle and uh, in one city, it was one price, and in another city, it was about $4,000 less for the almost the same exact car, same mileage, and uh, he looks them over really well. So you have to be careful when you buy a car, and you don't want to get stuck with car payments. Uh, my wife and I are proud that we buy cars that'll last so we don't have car payments. Right. right? I mean, that's exactly right. I mean, that, especially when you head into retirement, you don't want a car payment, but, uh, you know, I think just I think there's so many consumers out there that struggle with the basic challenge of having an income that doesn't cover all their expenses too, just in general, right? right? And uh, what that tells me is basically you don't really have any type of monthly budget that you're actually trying to be able to adhere to, you know, month in and month out. Um, and, and you know, and are you are you trying to keep up with the Joneses next door or your friends or whatever you want to be able to you know, do there from that standpoint as well. But, you know, you really need to be able to get a grip on it. And when we start talking about, you know, part of that monthly budget, you know, part of that should be a, is your retirement savings, right? Yeah. You know, one thing that you should be trying to do is save a minimum of about 15% of whatever your household income is on a monthly basis. That should be going to help build your, you know, long-term wealth or your long-term retirement plan as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I, I know that uh, housing, cars, all of these things can really add up and you want to be smart about it financially, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you do. You definitely want to be smart about it. And the other thing you want to try to be able to do is also eliminate any type of credit card uh, debt or balances on a, on a per month basis as well. Interest rates are going up. That means those interest rates on credit cards are going up. Um, you might be paying over 20% now. Um you know, things do happen, right? You lose a job right. or we had COVID or whatever that might end up being. Um, uh, it seems like the one of the other bigger ones might be, uh, you know, Christmas and the presents you're buying for your kids or your grandchildren, oh, yeah. and, you know, all yeah. that type of stuff. But that's why it's so important to be able to have an emergency fund so you don't have to put things um, that are unexpected onto your credit card that's going to end up having a balance on it that you're just going to end up not to be able to get out of. Yeah. Yeah. Like my, uh, the garage door, the coils, the big springs on our garage door broke. We'd had them for years and they finally broke and we had to have those replaced. 
It was outrageously expensive. I mean, it was way more than, a, you know, 20 years ago when I had it done, of course, but things like that have gotten so expensive. And if we hadn't had money in our emergency fund, we would have had to put that on a credit card. And that's not good. You want to make sure you have an emergency fund so you can pay cash for those kinds of things and not run up a credit card balance if you don't have to. So that that's really good. And it's funny you mentioned you mentioned Christmas spending, Corey. I just read an article that Halloween is almost up the last year Halloween people spent almost as much as they did on Christmas. And and then Fourth of July just happened and you know, my wife and I are like, oh, let's buy decorations or let's all buy matching shirts for us and the kids for 4th of July and let's do this and let's grill out nice me. I mean, you end up holidays. Uh, it's, you know, people don't think about it, but you spend a lot of money on holidays more than you think. Oh, oh right? exactly right. Yeah. Whether it's decorations yeah. or whether, you know, that just means families are getting together. Um, and and, yeah, and when good. that happens, um, it seems like a lot more money's being, you know, being spent too. Um, yeah, and and yeah. part of that could end up being too is, you know, like 4th of July, you know, we, we had a family vacation that time, you know, uh, yep. which means you're going to be spending more money. We rented a, a house, uh, you know, so, I mean, all that stuff adds up, but hopefully, yeah. hopefully for most of our listeners out there, that is within your budget, at least on an annual basis. So you're kind of be able to save from that. So you're not putting on a credit card. Um, you know, all those other expenses on there, and it's going to take you time in order to pay that off. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I would agree with that. Well, Tony, today what we're talking about is are the most common, you know, financial mistakes or problems or situations that everyone's going to, you know, kind of deal with on a day-to-day basis, especially when you're starting to plan for retirement. You know, and one of the things that, uh, that I'd all... You know, highly recommend, especially if you're in a situation where, um, you're, you're not being able to save potentially as much as you can, um, because of debts or whatever that might end up being, you know, one of the things you might want to do, and it's becoming more and more common is, you know, pick up that side hustle, right? Oh yeah. Pick up a little side hustle to make a little extra cash. You know, maybe you can monetize some type of hobby you have out there or um, other type of odd jobs or become a freelancer in the industry of your expertise, whatever that might end up being. But uh, it, it's amazing, you know, maybe picking up another, you know, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars a year, what that can actually do, not only, you know, to your monthly budget today, but more importantly to your, you know, your financial future as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's huge. And it is what they call the gig economy. And the side hustle or gig economy, that's popular right now. And a lot of people get jobs doing things they like to earn extra money. And you can do this in retirement as well or leading up to retirement to uh, boost that retirement savings or your investment. It's a great way uh, to stay on track financially and be able to live more comfortably for a lot of people. So I'm glad you brought that up. Some people do uh, Uber driving part-time. Some people work security at concerts so they can get to see concerts. Uh, Some people take a hobby and they turn it into a business and uh, sell online or at uh, different events. Uh, I I see it happen so much. So many people I know do this. Uh, It's really interesting. You know, my uh, neighbor across the street has a great full-time job, but he loves woodworking. So he does that on the side in his garage and has all the equipment and uh, he does a really beautiful job and makes a lot of money doing it. Oh yeah. There's a lot of different little things you can do. If you like golf, maybe become a starter on the weekend. 
now yeah. you potentially have the you know chance to be able to you know play for free as well. So so I mean there's a lot of different you know w- there's a lot of different side hustles that you can do. Yeah, uh, and you might be able to find something that you kind of enjoy, or maybe you can learn yeah. more about too. So that can actually be a good thing. So one of the most expensive cost, you know, really as you're trying to save for retirement or or as you're you know going through life, and that is Children, <laughs> Tony. <laughs> the kids, oh yeah, yeah. I got three. I got three of those. Oh yeah, and they are they are costly. They're expensive. And you, you, yeah. You know, not, not only you know, especially as they're growing up today, and they're playing all these. You know, if they're playing sports or other hobbies, all that stuff costs money. Um, if you're sending them to private schools or anything like that, that can cost money. Um, then they, you know, flat out, they'd have to eat and do all that clothes and all that type of stuff. And then all of a sudden now you got to pay for college, right? Yep. Kids are expensive. Um, and, and hopefully you're in a situation where you're not taking care of your children. Um, you know, if they're in their 20, you know, late twenties, early thirties as well, in order to try to help them out. Um, I, I, I do see that a lot where I think parents help out their kids a little bit too much. And really what that does is it hurts your overall retirement plan as well. But, uh, yeah, yeah, kids are expensive and, uh, you (laughs) need to be able to, that means, you know, again, that's why it's so important, especially if you have children to have a monthly budget, because not only you need to juggle all these costs that we just talked about here a second ago, but you also still need to make sure that you're saving 10 to 15% for your long-term retirement plan as well. Yeah. I have two in college and one in grad school. So all three of my kids, and that's expensive too. And uh, mom and dad have to help out a little with that. So uh, it's not over with yet. You know, I thought, oh, we're going to be empty nesters here. But uh, sometimes the expenses still happen. But we, we make them work and, and uh, pay for part of their college and encourage them to get scholarships. So that was that was very helpful, but there are things you can do, but yeah, kids, that's, that's it. Uh, they are so expensive. Uh, and you know, we think back what everything our mom and dads did for us and what we're doing for our kids, but it's a fine line. You don't want to sacrifice. You're right. You don't want to sacrifice your, um, your retirement for your children. You can't, you can't do that. It's like in the plane, Corey, when they say it's the mask comes down, put yours on first in an sure. emergency before your kids. Yeah, you won't be able to help your kids uh, too well. You're going to be a burden on them if you uh, deplete your retirement that's funds. Exa- that's not helping That's anybody. exactly right. You know, and of course, yeah. like I mentioned a second ago, uh, you know, one of the things that children can actually cost as well, and I'm seeing more and more of this, instead of the children getting the student loans, Actually, the parents are getting the student loans, um, which means that can limit, um, you know, your ability to maybe buy a home or, uh, um, you know, put money in order to increase, you know, increase your savings as well, because now you have all these monthly payments for student loans. Um, And what a lot of people did during the COVID era is they didn't pay pay on that. And all of a sudden they're going to have to start paying for that again here, you know, this year. So. Um, student loans can can really add to that, and uh, you just need to be able to make sure that you're actually uh, um, have that within your budget as well. So, you know, with all this being said, too, 
one of the other things you want to do, especially you know if you're if you if you're renting and you haven't bought if you haven't actually purchased a house yet, or you're trying to purchase a house, or who knows what you who other knows what other purchase you're trying to get, whether it's credit cards or whether it's actually getting a uh, car loan or anything like that. But you can't ignore your credit score, right? If you don't have a good right. credit score, that means you're going to pay higher interest rates, and you might not even be able to get that loan. And there's a lot of jobs yeah. out there anymore that are also pulling your credit score as well before they actually hire you as well. So you definitely want to make sure that you're monitoring your credit. You know, we've talked about that, you know, a few shows ago too. Um, you know, you can find out, you know, you can actually sign up for a free credit score site such as Credit Karma or uh, um, that, you know, that's one of the ones out there. But, you know, there's three boroughs that you can also sign up for, whether it's TransUnions or Equifax or Experian as well. Um, so um, that, that's something that you definitely want to do. But, you you know, one of the other things you want to do too, Tony, and this is probably could have talked about this a little bit earlier in the show when we were talking about, you know, spending within your means. And that is you really have to get rid of a lot of maybe the impulsive spending that just kind of takes place on a day-to-day basis or especially on the weekends. Right. Um, yeah. Every every day is a Saturday in retirement. And uh, right now in your working years, uh, that's and the weekends is when most people spend the most money. Right. That's that's, that's exactly right. And what you know, one of the things you have to be able to do is, you know, if you are going to purchase something, do a little bit of research. Don't go out and do that impulsive buy. Right. Or maybe you're spending too much, you know, for your shopping list um, or, you know, you know, it's always maybe helpful to bring a shopping buddy, for example, to, to kind of maybe keep you in order in order before, you know, before you actually in, you make some of those purchases. Um, you want to make sure that you're buying things that you should be buying. Avoid those impulsive spending because all that can possibly lead to is more credit card debt, you know, if you don't have this money in your bank account as well. Well, yeah, that's true. You've got to watch that credit card spending and you can utilize credit cards for the the perks if you're disciplined enough to pay it off each month, but you have to have the money in the bank to pay it off uh, before you use it. That's the key, right? That's exactly right. You know, to give you an example, Tony, one thing is, is right now the average American has a little over $5,300 in, in credit card debt. And let's just say that debt is, say it's at an every interest rate of 15% and you have to pay 4% of a minimum amount. That minimum amount's a little over $212 a month. And it's going to probably take you about 140 months to pay it off. And you'd probably pay wow. about $3,300 in interest. Wow. So that's, that's a lot. I mean, that's crazy. Yep. You know, one of the things that I did a long time ago, back in the nineties, when I actually, when I got out of uh, college and got my first job. The first credit card I got was an Amex or American Express. And yep. uh, I still have the American Express. And the one thing I love about it is I have to pay my, I have to pay it off every month. They, they, they yep. have sent me so many things in the mail or online to be able to, to sign up. You get so, you know, you know, you, know, you get more extra miles or points or whatever yeah. else in order to try to get it to where they can actually uh, you don't have to pay everything off. So, you, you know, uh, you, so you do yeah. get a low interest rate for six months. Then it goes to this. I've never done it. I never will. Um, I'm a firm believer. If you can't pay that bill 
month in, month out, and you shouldn't be actually having that credit card or putting it on the credit right. card. Right. Yeah, and if you're the type of person who can't be disciplined, um, then you shouldn't have it. Uh, and uh, I think, you know, it, it takes discipline. We all want things, but uh, you build up that emergency fund for emergencies. That way you won't have to rely so heavily on a credit card unless you're the type of person like yourself who's going to have it and pay it off each month. I, I think that's what a lot of people like about the regular American Express cards. Of course, now, and Discover, I think, used to be that way, but now Discover and American Express, like you say, they offer, oh, payments, that kind of thing. You right. know, it's like uh, an interest. And then that's how they catch people, you know, and get, get interest. That's exactly right. You know, with, with all these things that we're talking about, um, all these expenses that can add up, whether, you know, whether you're, you know, you know, you're in your twenties or thirties, or maybe you're even your forties, you have children that are still at the house. Um, you have all these expenses that are taking place. You got car payments, you got credit card payments, you got all this stuff happening. But the one thing that you have to be able to do, and that's, and that is to be able to save for retirement. Yep. You have to do it missing all those years in your 20s and 30s and 40s is going to it's going to have a huge impact on your retirement plan. Um so you don't want to start saving for retirement too late, right? Whether you're, you know, if if you're working in, if you're working and have a 401k, at least put them in the minimum amount that that company's oh, yeah. doing that they're going to match at. That's free money that you're giving up. You have to be yeah, able to do to, that. Yeah, you have to put in uh, enough to at least get the full match. You have to put in as much as you can to get the full match. Uh, and then beyond that, you should be adding to it or uh, open a separate IRA and work with a financial advisor. Uh, you're going to be a lot better off in the long run and not make costly mistakes that way. But you have to be putting in enough to get that match. You've always said that, right? That's exactly right. And whether you're putting it in, you know, doing it as a Roth or an IR, you know, a regular typical 401k, or maybe you're doing a Roth outside of your 401k, this is, you know, this is where I think the most important part of all this is. We've talked about a lot of things that can cause financial issues today, which means that that actually leads to stress, right? Yep. And that's why it's so important with, you know, if you feel overwhelmed about all these financial matters, that you seek out an advisor, sit down, they'll be able to sit down with you, help you put together the budget, help you to start yep. saving, help, you know, helping you to do what you want to do long-term, you know, in order to achieve your, your long-term goal, which is have a successful retirement. Um, there's ways to be able to do that, to be able to save. It's so important that, that, you know, that you, uh, just don't bottle all this up. You know, one of them, of course, uh, one of the, probably one of the, the 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 biggest issues, or not the biggest issues, but one of the most common reasons why people probably get a divorce is because of money. Yeah, finances. Uh, yeah, money issues cause stress. Stress can leave you know just leads to other things that you don't maybe um, that you shouldn't have to deal with, and that's why yeah. it's so important to seek help. You know, we're here to help and guide you know people to make sure that. You're doing what you have to do in order to have that successful retirement. Yeah. Well, uh, Corey, great show today. We covered a lot. You gave us a lot of great information to think about. 
Let our listeners know how they can get a hold of yeah, you. Yeah, for our listeners out there, just give us a call at 614-760-0670. Or you can visit our website at safeharboroh.com. You know, we're here to help and guide you to have the most uh, se- you know, secure retirement that you possibly can. And the best way to do that is schedule a complimentary, no-obligation meeting with us. And all you have to do is give us a call at 614 614- Seven six zero zero six seven zero, or just visit us online at safeharboroh.com. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio. Join us again soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government. Government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.